right, everybody. Just kidding. So we had a mid-episode thought here where we Joseph brought up the triple Jasper from fit-ins or fight-ins or however you want to fucking say it. And he pulled it out of the fridge. And we're going to do a side-by-side comparison with probably the beer of the year. Huh? Are you guys excited? Oh, hell yeah. This is that territory of... I'm bricked up, as, yeah. the, as the kids say these days. Yeah. I'm bricked up, bro. So the color <laughs> on this will look pretty similar on the camera, but it's almost like more creamy and it's a little bit darker, a little bit more of like an orangey characteristic to it. So not as like a pale yellowish, it's more of like an orangey dark yellow um, in the comparison. So triple Jasper, 10 percenter, all citra hops. Fellas. So no need to introduce, yeah. it speaks it's for itself. itself. Yeah, it's been there. Rated five, multiple years in a row. Let's do it. Man. I, uh, <laughs> it's just such a different taste. I, as much as I would say this is like, I want to compare it side by side, they're two very different tastes. Completely different. And like, I, at the time, it sounded like a great idea to compare the two. And like, now it's just like all right they're both fives in two separate ways right yeah i mean it's so hard it, they're both fives in their own way because triple jasper is a juicy creamy melon triple juice bomb it is sweet but not like a sugary boozy sweet it is almost like having like a melon like just you cut open a melon throw in an ipa have the body it just has such a thick creamy body to it throughout the whole taste of it, it is just incredible 10 percent. come on you drink this you're like there's no way in your mind you're like this is a 10 percent ipa baby you're like this is an easy drink i could drink this whole can no issue yeah you're right <laughs> karen you help us out here you know Triple Jasper. It's Triple Jasper. I don't know. However, the Brujos one. And and what'd you say? True? True and Brujos. They they do something here. Which I prefer. I don't know if it's a little more kind of citrus kind of deal going on and everything's a little more subtle. Or in the triple jasper you got like a lot of a lot of sharp objects coming at you and if you like that, you know, you're going to choose the triple Jasper, but I really think it's as loud, but as subtle as the Brujos and, and Troon collab is, because that, that, that Magi of the Underworld, or whatever that name is of this beer, I don't know. It's, it's like a sleeper pick, right? It's like one of those things to where, when you compare these two beers, the Brujos one does something interesting to you. It's different. Like when you're in this level of beer where we're getting top beers and we're searching for a new and exciting beer to have, right? Something that tickles our fancy. Something that's different than what tickles we tickles our fancy. That's a whole wow. wow. That's a whole wow. You pulled that one out of the fucking woodworks. <laughs> something that's different from what we're used to having. That's it, right? Aaron's talking about something just magical about it, right? Something that is doing something that we haven't tasted in a long time or ever before on the triple jasper side it is what you want it's the epitome 
in the mountain peak of a triple IPA. The juicy, the creaminess, the not being boozy, but being 10%, something that you could just drink and enjoy. But then when you get in that 9.3 double IPA, you're like, hmm, almost 10%, it's not a triple, but oh my God, there's these flavors. There's some honey texture that's not like creamy juicy, but it's sweet. But wait, it's not overly bitter. It's not green, it's no hot burn, but it has hop characteristic, right? You start getting all these butts in there. And I think that's what makes it sexy, appealing to someone like Heron. You're like, hmm, I like this. And, the, and for someone that's a, you get into that beer snob category, people like that are like, I fuck with that, I want that. I want something trendy, I want something new edge, I want something different because it's easy to get in the cycle of Monkish makes all these great beers. Oh, Electric makes all these very green, very hoppy beers that we love. Oh, Solaris makes funky beers. And then you get to a beer that in, in court, uh, just encapsulates everything, whatever I'm trying to say, is it makes everything come together and then you still have a butt for it. And you're like, but it's so good in this way. But it, whereas Triple Jasper is like, yeah, it knocks out of the park and this, this, and this, boom. It's cut, clear, all citra, one way, boom, clear and done. Whereas Brewpost get the different elements to it. They're adding double of the same hop, different way of adding it. The way they but, name this beer is unreal though. Yeah. It's like Magi of the Underworld. And the like, can art is what? perfect. Yeah, it's beautiful, it the golden so can instead of the silver can, like I, a nice little touch. I, I will say this, you you hit on something that like kind of sparked, like kind of like light bulb moment, right? Triple Jasper, you have everything to it, right? This is something that you know at the end of the day, it's gonna be a high quality triple. It's gonna taste the same almost every single time that you have it, right? And then you say, hey, I kinda wanna try something that's a little bit different, right? So you try this double dry hop that is double hopped of Nelson and I can't say the other one. You got Montueka. Montueka, where it's doubled up on both of them, right? Yeah. With just the normal hop, and then you got the CXG hops that go on top of it that kind of yeah. just brings out the flavor more, right? You got the raw honey in that one. And this is like a borderline triple versus a, a real triple. And to me, I'm like, yo, thin-ins, fight-ins, triple Jasper, amazing, yeah. right? It's, it's a five and out of five. It's like, a five out of five. But then yeah. you have this style that is just new to us something that we haven't had before something that's a, a unique style and you have it where it could be a triple you're like oh my god like this makes me think like damn like triple draftable is all reliable but yeah this this is the new this is the, new way this, yeah, is, this is the I, this is the new way that will end up replacing the triple jasper i don't want a triple jasper to ever go away that's yeah. not what i'm saying what i'm saying is it just takes it to that next step of Above it in that same category, like you know how everybody has the tiers, right? Yeah. You have the S tier, you have the A, B, C, D, yeah. F tier, right? This takes it to that S tier, yeah. and this is a double that's doing it. It's yeah. not even a triple. Yeah, it's in. Like, so what Dustin's saying there is, Burgos already has nor notoriety to it. People are actively trying to get stuff, actively, like already know that he makes good shit. Collabs with someone like Troon that does these Crowler only releases that sells their beer to people and people instantly buy it and then resell it. 
60, 70 dollars of a fucking crowler. And people will hold on to them, sell them five, six months later on. He combines, because I've had Troom Collapse with what, A-State, had some other places with it, and they're good, they're great. They, I see that influence. But this one is just that next level of what Dustin was talking about, that makes Brujos, and he's probably one, if not the best, right now of creating hype behind this beer. Creating flavors that are exciting, that live up to the hype, and that's what you want in the beer market, right? Because when you're at you a level, dis- you want a, a disruptor. That's yeah. what that's what it is. And he, what he's doing right now is disrupting the space some, of the, something. Yeah, there's something that we all near dear hold to our hearts, right? Like this triple Jasper. This is something that to you holds near and dear to your yeah. heart. I mean, fuck, back to back years, yeah. the top beer of the year. Right? Yeah, and then to me, my like near and dearest is the catch and release from Pure, and they haven't re-released it, which they fucking should. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, is like this disrupted my tier of beer. This is something that made me have to rethink of what I thought was great. Yeah. And you like to find a beer that does that. That that's a that's incredible. Yeah. And for him to keep to do that just shows me that like, yo, I gotta have this dude on my radar. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta try to get more of his stuff. And yeah. We always gotta be out there. So. Yeah. I think still both. Five out of five. I think that yeah. it just it solidifies the five out of five for both. Heron, I know you rated it in between a four point eight to a five. five. Like but like I don't know. Like it's it's all fuzzy at that point. It yeah. could, it's very well the best beer in its category because it doesn't have a category. Yeah. It's a hazy IPA. It's a hazy it says double. It's a triple. It's somewhere in there. It's when you get to nine, ten percent ABV, like Alright, so let's That's make it crazy. simple for you. Which one do you prefer more, the Triple Jasper or the Brujos? Because I already think we know what you're going to say, but... Well, I'm yeah, gonna... it's not Triple Jasper. Yeah. Like, Triple Jasper is great, but Brujos is just, like, they, they have something. Yeah. They have something. There's a little magic there, you know? And ah, it's I see what you yeah. did there. <laughs> it's a little underworld magic, which we actually grow to appreciate here on the podcast, so... I don't know. It's All right, Dustin, which one would you pick? So I'm going to go, I'm gonna go with, I mean, at the end of the day, the Triple <laughs> Jasper is you. always going to have a special place in our hearts, right? Yep. This is like, what like the, the passing of the torch is a great way to put yeah, it, right? It's, it's a like passing of a torch. It's, it's like what I said, it, the, it's a disturber, and I'm going to go with the disturber, like yes. somebody who comes in and shakes up the market. Yeah. I'm going to be quite honest with you. This is the first time I've ever had a beer that had CXG hops in it. And for that, that kind of set the expectation up to being like, holy fucking shit. This is like the, this is like the golden child, you know? And to me, like the triple Jasper is something that I thought for a triple that I thought I would never find something to top it, but for a double to come in and disrupt it and make me think that is wow man this is like a lot better like yeah i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with it yeah and i think that's a great way to put it is triple jasper two years in a row my favorite beer i've paid my 20 dollars a can i've had the most probably i would assume for someone that doesn't live there to have and i think it's time to say that something has 
come to that point and disrupted it. And even though they're both a five out of five, I think the Brujos and Troon collab showed the potential and lived up to the hype and will now be a new scale for us to judge beer off of in this category. So that is really cool. That is something that we haven't had on the podcast in a long time. And we will look forward to finding something that will match that and will give us that same energy. That's why we had to do the back-to-back episode. That's why we wanted to do this side-by-side because we needed to know. We wanted to, and now it gives us that perfect, it's like a storybook ending for us, right? It's the passing of the torch. Well, it also gives you guys the insight of how our minds work, right? Because, like, we mentioned this in the middle of a fucking podcast episode on a biting 10 And we're not those people that are going to be like, oh, I'm going to love this beer forever and it's the best and I'm going to be stubborn. No, we're always objective. We're always going to be ready to assess the beer on a fair playing field and we're not going to let nostalgia and everything behind it ruin or take over. It's like I said, it's the thought process that we had. You mentioned, oh, I got a triple Jasper in the fridge. Maybe we should do a side by side. Like you guys saw the thought process. Now that that you guys get this part two of the episode really of like, oh shit, like these guys really did it. And like, this is how we think about all the time. And like, I personally thought I would never find a beer that will like surpass the catcher release because that just has a special place in my heart because that's the beer that won me over to craft beer. Yeah. But for th- for it to take over that beer, like literally, like made me rethink my order of beer. And I'm glad it did that. I'm glad that you shared that with us here yeah. on the podcast because let me tell you, that is definitely a eye-opening experience that I thought I would never see in the next like year or two yeah and for it to happen today when I was not expecting it yeah it's insane yeah to have this package come in the other day and then just to spontaneously do these two today and to have this experience that's what beer sharing is all about right this is why we do this stuff to have these experiences to just be fucking mind blown into it excites us right because we have so many so much good beer and to have something that excites us and to make us go over the length of our episodes and to make us do back-to-back. Hey, it's been a while since we could say that we had that excitement and energy. Because normally we do this stuff at the shops and we're sharing with people and have that excitement in person. But to share that with you guys on the podcast and be able to do it back-to-back and share this experience. You, you watched it live. It's watched- fucking awesome. It's great. So that's why we love to do this. This is something that I think that will carry the energy with us into more episodes and to continue to do this journey this is something that is fucking awesome to do so i really like it i'm curious to see what the cxg hops does i'm curious to see what i'm curious to see what other breweries pick up on it and i'm curious to see if uh if brujos wins beer of the year because if they win beer of the year with cxg hops i feel like a lot of people are going to try to piggyback off of the cxg hops so yeah. see what the new trend is. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see what the new trend is. I like I said, I think this is a disruptor. I think a lot of people who produce the same beer that have been like hits after hits after hits, and a lot more people who get their hands on this. I feel like it's gonna make the market kind of disrupt a little yeah, bit. And so, with the honey in it too. Yeah, you know, like you know, you get into the meat. We've done meat on the podcast yeah. before. So, so I'm curious to see what it is. Thank you guys for tuning in to yeah, this episode. Sorry it's a little bit longer. I know this was supposed to be a uh, beer in 10 episode, but we just, like I said, we had a mid-thought, mid-podcast, and we did it. 
Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and see us next time. Yeah. Later, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.